Good morning. It's September 30th, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. This morning, we're at our final historical sermon for the week, and we're going to end it with Jan Hus and a sermon he gave on why he refused to go to Rome and answer a papal citation. And it reads... But there still remains the question as to how Christ is excused from the charge that he was afraid to go to the Feast of the Lamb as prescribed by the law. The answer to it is that those who had been threatened by sworn enemies were excused before God for non-attendance. Because of that custom, I trust that I am excused for not appearing in Rome, though cited before the people. First, because I had sent there my procurators, who for three years had never been granted a hearing. They were seized and imprisoned because they desired the truth. Second, because from Prague to Rome is a greater distance than from the region of the Sea of Tiberias to Jerusalem, to which Christ retreated from Jerusalem. Third, that there is no command in God's law that the people be compelled to go in vain as far as Rome. Fourth, that there is but little of God's truth at the papal court observed there in accordance with God's law. Fifth, that I would deprive the people of the word of God, and while on the way, what good could I do? And if I came to the court, what kind of holiness would I acquire there? Only quarrels, and if I wished, simony. Sixth, that I would spend to no purpose much alms which I received from the people. Seventh, that the struggle that I am uh, engaged in is against the Pope's customs and against the power not bestowed on him by God, but invented by the devil. Okay, so Jan Hus was born in 1370 AD in Bohemia, and he's a very important man, sort of pre-Reformation. He was born around 100 years before Martin Luther. Um, But it's interesting to see the thoughts that were already starting to brew in the people, even a hundred years before Martin nailed the 95 Theses to the church door in Wittenberg. And it's interesting the thought process of this man of God and his way of reasoning about rejecting a call for appearance from the Pope. Notice he first goes to Jesus. How did Jesus handle a similar situation? And then he lists off seven reasons. And notice number seven, that the struggle that I am engaged in is against the Pope's customs and against the power not bestowed on him by God, but invented by the devil. So this idea that the Pope was ungodly, and as he says here, wielding power invented by the devil, was certainly not new at Martin Luther's time. And in fact, many people, including Huss and his followers, claimed the Pope to be an antichrist. Yeah, I like how he points that out, that the Pope's power doesn't come from God, but invented by the devil. He knew he was an enemy to the Pope, and he couldn't be trusted. And it's a shame we haven't heard of Jan Hus as much as we have Martin Luther, who really built on the work that Jan Hus started. Jan Hus was starting to push back against the Antichrist teachings of the Pope a hundred years prior to Martin Luther. And pushing back so much so that he was actually burned at the stake for it. You know, not even Martin Luther was called to give his life 
Jan Hus was, and that is a kind of faith that I pray to have. Kind of faith we should all pray to have, especially in this wicked world we find ourselves in. And our psalm of the day comes from Psalms 2, uh, verse 10 and 11. Now therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Our proverb of the day comes from Proverbs chapter 30, verses 8 and 9. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. And I'll end praying for you from Psalms 145. May the Lord show you he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, that the Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. May you know the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth, that the Lord preserves all who love him. God bless. For America's climate goals, investing in clean energy adds up. But what doesn't add up is an additionality requirement for clean hydrogen. Additionality would put an unnecessary and inequitable burden on domestic clean hydrogen producers and have serious consequences for America. America needs clean hydrogen, but an additionality requirement just doesn't add up. Get the facts at cleanhydrogentoday.org. Paid for by the Fuel Cell and Hydrogen Energy Association.